Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou Maddox. Good afternoon, Big Lou. Good afternoon, Drake. All right, man, it's Basketball Central, you guys. You guys have tuned in to the right spot, the right time of day. We have got girls TWSAA State tournament action as uh, the Wayne County Lady Wildcats are going to be in the semifinals of the, the Division I Girls State Basketball Championships, and they will play Hampton. And the other side of that semifinal is Van Buren County versus McKenzie. So good luck to the Lady Wildcats. They have a long tradition of uh, excellent, excellent girls basketball uh, programs down there in Wayne County. I didn't know that. They did. Oh, That's good man. to know. Oh, absolutely. They did. Yeah. Um, now, uh, what else is going on besides – well, of course, there are all the other divisions going on in the girls' state will go on this week and wind everything up on Saturday with the championship games. And then uh, next week the boys will take the court at the Big Glass House in Murfreesboro. Yeah, absolutely. And I and wanted to shout out uh, Coach Nick Campbell real quick for his Giles County boys making it into the tournament. There you go. In his first year coaching there, you know, as the uh, oh, central I, coach for I think for I think a lot of him. He's he's a good guy. He's I a, like him. He's a great guy, a good friend of mine, and, uh, you know, had a lot of good conversations with him, covered central basketball when I was at Central uh, with Barry Duke and just a, just a great guy. And Glad I, he's got some success going down there in Giles County. And I tell you what, I noticed about Nick um, – Coach Campbell, um, after, of course, I, I've been officiating longer than he's been coaching. and um, But when he kind of came on the scene there in Lawrenceburg and then left Lawrenceburg and came to Columbia Central and then is now at Giles County. But all those years, I, and I haven't – I didn't call this year, so I didn't have him at Giles County. But while he was at Lawrenceburg and, and Columbia Central High School, he – Treated, I noticed he treated not only me but my fellow officials with kindness and respect, and looked more looked more at officials like we're kind of in this together, head coach, rather than being adversaries and 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 you know somebody pitted, supposed to be arguing pitted with against you. someone. Yeah, he 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 looked at it more like a, a working relationship, and I tell you what that that went that goes a long way as an official. Um, and your relationship with coaches, and you know, it just it just meant a lot. And uh, uh, Coach Campbell, if you're out there, we we as officials, I can speak for at least the guys in the South Central Association. We appreciate that. Absolutely. And, you know, he's a great guy. Absolutely, he Happy is. For him. He's a great guy. So, what else is going on? The SEC tournament is going on, right? I mean, it's it, it's in full swing. Yes, it is. Right Started now, last night, and right now. And now we're at, I, and I'm going to go and spill the beans. We had we we had we had to record because of a schedule scheduling problem uh, glitch. We've we've had to record this this. So right now we're 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 a little ahead of the four o'clock hour, and the Vols will probably be, be ready to wrapping up their game against. Oh, excuse me. Yes, against Ole Miss. Yeah, right when right. this thing goes on, and 
uh, yeah, we're here about, I'd say, an hour before tip-off. Mississippi, so the, Florida going on right now. and um, Yes, yes. Mississippi, Florida is on, is on right now. Uh, that's the first game of the day. Uh, and I was going to see if we could pick that we could pick that up. Yes, Mississippi State is leading with 17 minutes to go in the second quarter. Of course, by the time you guys <laughs> you guys turn your radio on, the game will be over. You'll know the outcome. But Mississippi of that one. State is, is is leading Florida in the first game, and then Tennessee will come on after this game, 25 minutes, and so they probably got a good another. Mm, I would say Tennessee's probably. By the time this broadcast comes on, it'll probably be halftime of the Tennessee game. Yeah. Something like that. So, sure. Uh, the Vols are, are 11 and a half point favorite with a 127 and a half total. Um, and another team that's uh, in, in the middle of their conference tournament is MTSU. And they're going to play the 49ers from Charlotte. Go Raiders. There you go. Let's get it uh, done, that's, boys. That's your, that's, your, that's your school. Yes, sir. Uh, they're one and a half point favorites with a 126 and a half total. And both, both of those teams are carrying an 18 and 13 record into, uh, into this contest. Now, um, yesterday in the SEC tournament, and while Tennessee is playing Ole Miss, Ole Miss beat South Carolina 67 61 in a pretty good ball game. I, I thought both those teams are kind of in the lower lower tier of the SEC, but it was a very competitive ball game, good ball game, and Ole Miss ends up winning by six. And then the other game, there were two games yesterday, LSU outlasted Georgia 72-67. So South Carolina bows out, Georgia bows out, LSU and Ole Miss advance. Now the question is, um, let me see here if I can pull this up. LSU will end up playing Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's a sixth seed in the turn in the SEC tournament, and LSU's a 14th seed. And that will be the nightcap tonight. Will be LSU against Vanderbilt. Uh, that right before that will be Arkansas and Auburn, and then uh, oh, like I said, right now Mississippi State's playing Florida. 25 minutes after that game is over, Tennessee and Ole Miss will take the floor, and. Uh, and uh, everything's, you know, in full bloom basketball-wise. Man, isn't Vanderbilt on a heater right now? I, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of worried that they're going to – not worried. I'm kind of <laughs> skeptical how deep they're going to make a run. It, it seems like they've got well, a they good get opportunity it. to make a deep run here. You know, they've got, they've got LSU, who's the they, 14th seed. And then they get, then they get Kentucky. Which they know. just beat. Right, in Kentucky. Exactly. Um, but it looks like they're going to be without their big guy, Liam Robbins. It looks like the big center is hurt, so they'll have to they'll have to plug in somebody else. But, you know, I've always found out that when teams, basketball teams especially, it seems like, when they go down, when a man goes down, if they've got any gumption, any intestinal fortitude whatsoever, um, it seems like a good, solid team and a well-coached team can rally around losing one of their one of their role players. Now, I'm not saying you can lose a Michael Jordan and still right. win a championship. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm just saying it seems like at least when it first happens to a team and somebody goes down, uh, that's, say, a normal starter, uh, 
it seems like the team rallies. Somebody they, can pick they, up the slack. They play a little, all right, they play a little harder defense. They, yeah. they concentrate a little bit more on their free throws. They concentrate a little, a little bit more on executing on the offensive end. So uh, Vanderbilt – and Vanderbilt at one time against Kentucky was playing five guards. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't like uh, – now, you know, of course, you do need the big Toshibwe or, or Shibwe or right. whatever. Oscar. I mean, he's – you know, he's a force to be reckoned with, and you yes. need somebody big down in there to, uh, you to know, to, to help defend him and rebound against him. Absolutely. I mean, you know, otherwise he's just going to take the game over. Yes. Um, and I think the last time they, the last time, and that when Vanderbilt got beat, I think he had 20 rebounds. Yeah. So, Something like that. That's, yeah, that's Dennis up, Rodman, you know, you know, territory right there. If there's one guy for Kentucky that's going to take over a game, it's going to be him. And it was him last year, it's him this year. Uh, you know, even though they've come on towards the late part of the season, it's been him all year. Right, absolutely. Um, so Vanderbilt uh, being down, their big guy is is not is not going to bode well for them. But uh, you know, we just have to see how things turn out, and you know, you just like I said, you just never know. You never know what's going to happen. So I think it'll be a good game, regardless. There you I have. I think it. they will take care of LSU pretty easily. Oh, you do? I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's there you have it. You heard it from the you heard it from the horse's mouth, guys, right there. There it is. Uh we're trying to pull up some other Let me see if we can get to it. I was trying to pull up the other 2A. I know I know 2A uh, in the 2A girls uh community high school, which is just right over into I believe that's Bedford County. That's that's the same. Is that is that Bedford or is it where Shubbable is Shubbable in Bedford County? Yes. So I'm thinking community is right over there in Bedford County, and Chapel Hills is in Marshall County, same as I believe so, Lewisburg. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, any communities in the quarterfinals of their two A and looking to advance also. So that's another. Semi-local team around the Columbia area that we can uh, pay attention to. The tri-state area. Um, last night, Wake Forest beat Syracuse. You were pretty happy about that one, weren't you? I was. I had Wake Forest last night. There you go. But uh, I tell you what. I tell you what. What happened last night? And and I just we're going to kind of go off on a little bit of tangent. How much time we got left in this? We got about four minutes. All right, we can get through some of this. Jim Beheim. The legendary yep. coach for Syracuse, Syracuse. Uh, coached his last game last night. The winningest active coach until last night in college basketball, right? With yeah. over a thousand wins, right? <clears throat> now I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about Jim Beheim and 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 what type of guy he is, and uh, he's he's been at Syracuse. He came. He walked on the Syracuse basketball program in 1962. Some time ago, and this is 2023. Yeah, so I believe I saw 47 seasons as a as a coach for Syracuse. Now he's now he's 78 years old. Like I said, he walked on at Syracuse in 1962, over 60 years ago. Wow. Um, he's from Lyons, New York, which is about an hour west of Syracuse. Uh, he coached his last game last night. Guess uh, guess how many games he's coached? It's got to be in the three thousands, no, right? Well, no, no. This he coached fifteen hundred and fifty-seven, 
And of course, you got to you got to realize back in the days when he first started coaching, and I want to say that was about nineteen seventy eight, somewhere in there, head coaching. You know, you didn't play you didn't play forty games in a season. You know what I mean? I mean, a, a long season might have been twenty two games, including the tournament, twenty two to twenty five games. Yeah. But he coached fifteen hundred and fifty seven games. And last night in his loss to Wake was his last game at Syracuse. Um, and a couple hours later, the University of the Syracuse University, which is a private school, announced former player Adrian Autry would take over as head coach of the Syracuse Orange. Was it him? It was him stepping down, not him being yeah, it was, forced out the door. <coughs> right? Excuse me. It was him stepping down. And and my question is. After that long, I mean, it seems I don't know. It just seemed I don't I don't know if that was handled quite. His retirement was handled quite right by the university. You know what I mean? I mean, I I know they they didn't think that this would be this. You know they they were hoping this would not be his last game against Wake Forest. I get it, and there might be. I'm sure there's gonna. Hopefully, there will be some production of his retirement somewhere down the road. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. give the guy the a car that he's always wanted or something. I mean, Jim Beheim, think about this. Give now. him a statue after 50 years coaching. Now, he's he's been to five Final Fours. Wow. Uh, 2003, he was NCAA champs. That's when he had Carmelo Anthony with him. There you go. Uh, he won 1,116 games. Now, and he coached. 1,557. That's a pretty good percentage right that, there. That's a very good percentage. Uh, now, 101 of those games, of those wins, were vacated by the NCAA for what they call dust-upping or a dust-up of, of some of his recruiting violations and benefit packages for players. Which, and, you know, wouldn't be a problem now. No, which would probably would not be a problem. But uh, but if you don't count those, if you if you, if you count those wins as wins, he won one thousand one hundred and sixteen games, which is that's insane, which is incredible, and spent sixty years at one university. Now, uh, players from all over the country played for him. He he recruited from everywhere. Guys like Lewis Orr, Pearl Washington. Sherm Douglas. Now, people my age, you know, you won't recognize these names, but people my age recognize these names. Ronnie Sykley, Derek Coleman, and obviously Carmelo Anthony. So he played, he was coach, he coached, he recruited some of the greatest of all times, of all time. And uh, and I hope Jim Beheim gets his day and his recognition that he should get from Syracuse University. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou. Give us a couple of minutes and we'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, and Mr. Rosington, rest in peace, my friend. The last surviving member of the original group, Leonard Skinner. How sad. Passed away. He was uh, involved in the plane crash that killed a couple of members of Leonard Skinner, but he and broke many, many bones, but uh, survived and, and carried on the Leonard Skinner band and tradition for many, many years afterwards. And uh, may he rest in peace. Now, before we left for the break, we were talking about Jim. I was talking about Jim Beheim. And uh, he, 
at 78 years old now and over 1,100 wins and 15, over 1,500 games coached. It looks like he's hanging it up and uh, well-deserved retirement. And he's been at the same university that he played basketball for for over 60 years. That's just hard to – I mean, it, does, it just doesn't happen. I mean, like and, and, as, and as successful as Jim Beheim is and a great a coach as he is. And, and, and I was reading an article about him, and, and some things in the article jumped out and bit me a little bit. And uh, Jim Beheim never took calls from other schools. He, other schools would call him, you know, sure. or call his office and say, we want to talk to you, you know, whoever it be. No way. Michigan State or whoever it was. And SEC, it doesn't make any difference. But they were they were tired of their coach. They were they were looking for a new coach. But Jim Beheim would never take those phone calls. He never would, and uh, you know he never entertained those ideas of of leaving Syracuse. That's some pretty and, great loyalty right there. And he said, "quote That's why I am one of the lower paid coaches in the United States of America." He says, "If you don't play that card, which he's talking about, if you don't." kind of listen to that opportunity that comes knocking from another school. He says you don't you won't you won't get paid. You don't get paid. So in other words, what he's telling people is, you know, these coaches that are obviously doing well at universities, be it a football coach, a baseball, whatever sport it is, and they're obviously doing well and there's another university that comes calling that wants their these coaches uh to come coach for them and leave where there's they are successful. And you know, these coaches kind of play that a little bit. Well, you know, the rumor is Texas is talking to Nick Saban. The rumor is, you know, and and really that only benefits Nick Saban because Everybody, the people in Alabama believe start him. believing yeah. those rumors and they start scrambling. Yeah. Right? For and so they go, hold on now. We gotta make we got we gotta take care of Nick. We we've got to take care of him. So yeah. what happens? Nick Nick sits. They sit down with the uh, chancellor at the University of Alabama, the AD, and they they get an extension and and a pay raise, and you they know figure something out. That's right. But Jim Beheim never, never, ever took those calls. Now, in 1986, this article uh, said that in '86, Ohio State got a 20 minute meeting with Jim Beheim in 1986. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, Bayheim said it, it lasted about twenty minutes. They asked him about the meeting with Ohio State because Ohio State was obviously looking to hire him away from Syracuse in nineteen eighty six. And he said it lasted about twenty minutes. You know, and he said, and he and he said, look, I I don't have anything against Ohio State. Uh, the problem with Ohio State is just not located in Syracuse, New York. He loves. Syracuse, New York. He talked about being five minute from the go- five minutes from the golf course, ten uh, 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 ten twenty minute drive, and he could go trout fishing. There you go. In up in upstate New York, um, ten minutes he could be downtown at his, and eat at his favorite restaurant in Syracuse. So he loves the city of just loves the city and, and the whole and the university uh, there in Syracuse. And he never wanted to go anywhere. I mean, that sounds like a setup I wouldn't want to leave either. I mean, you know, you're you're Jim Bayheim, you're calling the shots, and you know, you love it there. You don't want to go anywhere else. But you think with with that amount of loyalty 
that he would still be getting some type of pay raise from Syracuse. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure he's I'm sure he's probably yeah. paid handsomely. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He, his pay scale was probably there with every every other, you know, every other coach there in the Big East. I, I would say he definitely, you know, was getting paid. Yeah. But he just never he never used that uh, leverage of other universities calling and him talking with them as a as a tool to get a higher higher paycheck. Yeah, paycheck. He, had, he had no desire to be that top paid coach right. in the country. But I'm sure he wanted to be in 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 that range. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um so there was a there and, and one more thing, one more quick thing on Jim Bayheim. There was a there's a story where he and Patino, Rick Patino and their wives they went on vacation together, and they were down in Florida, or they were in some sunny place, sitting by the pool, having a adult beverage or two. And they they just played again. They said, well, "You know, if you if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you where would you want to live?" They asked the wives and Rick Patino, and I think uh, Patino's wife said Paris, France, and then Patino. I think he came up. He came up with some tropical place. And uh, Beheim's wife, who I think was his second wife at the time, um, she came up with some other tribe, like Hawaii, like Maui or somewhere like that. Some basics. Yeah, because, you know, I'm sure they've been to Maui a couple of times for the Maui Classic. Maui Invitation. Right, there you go. Um, and so they got got over to Beheim, and Beheim said, Syracuse. Syracuse, New York. And they all just – they all just kind of waved him off and laughed. And he goes, he, he said, what, what's wrong with me wanting to live in Syracuse, New York, where I live? He goes, I love it there. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't long to live anywhere else. Hey, he goes, I, I understand it because I wouldn't like to live anywhere except Columbia, Tennessee. Well, there you go. Well, God bless you, Big Lou. Yeah, I mean, you, you know. I, I, I get you, Jim. That, that's awesome. Um, okay. So that's all we're going to say about Jim, but I hope they take care of that man. I hope there's some type of ceremony, his retirement. I hope they give him the car of his dreams and send him, he and his wife, on a great vacation or something. I mean, that would be awesome because 60 years is longer than I've been alive. Oh, a little over 60. He's been at that university longer than I've been alive. One more thing to say about him. The only – the only good thing, in my opinion, you know, it's great that he's getting to retire and step away from this. The greatest thing about it is that bumps Rick Barnes into the top five winning as coaches of all time. So there you go. I think he's at 776 behind. Is that right? Self, Huggins, uh, Cal Perry, and, and two others. Well, but, speaking of Self, he's in the hospital. Is he really? Kansas head coach Bill Self, who is 60 years old is not coaching the Big 12 quarterfinals against West Virginia today. Um, his assistant, let's see, Norm Roberts, his assistant coach in 2012, is going to take over um, the head coaching duties, which he already did at the beginning of the year because Self was on a four-game suspension for recruiting violations at the beginning of the year. Norm Roberts coached, so he's going to get back in the coach's box for Kansas today against West Virginia, uh, and that game should be ending up about right now as we're, as we're speaking because it was, it was a 2 o'clock kick, 2 o'clock tip-off. And they say that um, Self, Bill Self, is recovering from an illness in the University of Kansas health system 
uh, they're the hospital there in Kansas, and it's just uh, you know that's about all that's about all the information they had, and cool. at sixty, so I don't know, it might be. I mean, I don't even want – You don't want to speculate. No, absolutely not. So we hope for a speedy recovery. And you know it's got to be relatively serious if the guy is – Not coaching. Not coaching. Bill Self. That's what, right. What a coincidence I brought him up right then. Absolutely. So there's a perfect segue right. into that. Yeah. It was like good. we were on the, you know, same yeah. brave – Brains connected. There you go. Wavelength. Anyway, um, so that's what's going on at the University of Kansas and uh, Bill Self – Bama is still a number one seed. Now, Bama lost, lost one the the I think SEC Defensive Player of the Year last night uh, or yesterday. Uh, the guy's name is Clark, and uh, so Bama is going to be down a starter. I, I got that information. That. A buddy of mine texted me last night and said that Clark is has gone down with an Achilles tear. Oh man. What didn't shoot around or something? I don't. I, I, obviously practicing, doing something. I mean, you know, but he, he's torn his Achilles, and he. I think he was SEC. If I'm not mistaken, he was SEC Defensive Player of the Year. Um, and uh, he will be no longer with the this year's Alabama team. So we'll see how things shake out down there in Tuscaloosa. Alabama's pretty deep. On their bench, um, man. But those guys just continue to face some adversity. Huh? Absolutely, and so you know, with, with Brandon Miller's problems and and people uh, not agreeing with him playing for the university right now, um, you know, it's just if you're Alabama, if if you're if you're if Nate Oates, the head coach of Alabama, you just circle the wagons, you know, and you get together as a group, and you just kind of build a a little hard shell around your program yeah. and just take care of business, right? Yeah. And taking care of business is hopefully, for them, bringing home that trophy when March Madness is over. Yeah. And the Nets. And, and, bring, the, and bring the trophy and the Nets with you. I don't think they're placing as much importance on the tournament, the current tournament, SEC tournament, as they are no. the big one. Well, Joe Lenardi has Alabama as number two in the country. Rated number two in the country, number one seed in the South, uh, and and one of eight teams that Joe Lenardi has projected to make the tournament out of the SEC. Um, Who's the number one? UCLA. You know, I don't. I didn't. I was just. This whole article is about Bama. It didn't okay. list it. Uh, right now, I mean. It's it's tough to really say one. I mean, it's not tough to say. I mean, they're they're listed, but they're, like I've, like I've said for the over the past month, there are six to eight, maybe ten teams in this tournament that will be able, given the right circumstances, that could that it. could win it. Yeah, and that, and that's no joke. And yeah. and if you know if you look at tournaments past and you remember tournaments past, you know there's probably. A handful, three or four to five teams, maybe that can win, absolutely have good enough talent and skill levels to win the tournament. But I'm telling you, this year there are six to eight to ten teams. If we want to stretch it a little bit to ten, definitely six to eight that can win this whole tournament, and uh, that's what's going to make 
the tournament's so exciting. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm being totally honest. It's going to be really, really an exciting tournament. And uh, Lenardi has uh, the University of Alabama uh, as, as the number one seed and probably going to come out of the South and play their first couple, of, first couple of games in Birmingham. Yeah, that's a big plus. So that, you know – that's Basically right there. That's right, right there in Alabama's backyard. Yeah, um, you know, sleep in your own bed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you're not traveling across the country, you know, to play somebody a couple of games. Right. You sleep in a hotel room and ride buses around everything. That's a huge I mean, advantage. You sleep in your own bed. You've got your fa- you got your family, friends, everybody coming to see you play. I mean, it's it's a big deal yeah. uh, to play in Birmingham, and uh, they will be facing, as far as the SEC tournament goes, they're going to be facing the winner of the uh, Florida Ole Miss game, which will be played today. Um, yes, will be played today, and they'll Florida on, Mississippi State. Excuse me, Florida Mississippi State. Is that yeah. right? Yes. Okay, yes. Mississippi State, and they'll play that on Friday. So, um, you know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with with losing Clark for Alabama. You know, you never want to. I mean, right here before the tournament time, you don't want to ever lose a starter. Um, it wasn't Brandon Miller they they lost, uh, but obviously, you you definitely don't want to lose a starter. But I would say if anybody um, can get a team ready and and plug a hole, it very well could be Nate Oates. Uh, Head coach at Alabama that can that can take care of that and he's done an impeccable job and let Alabama move on yeah. absolutely because I think they before the season started Alabama a lot of people had Alabama pick fifth or sixth right to finish in the SEC and now they're finished first they're they're tops in the nation yep you know what I'm saying absolutely okay uh, we've got some NBA news to go over I've also got the Magic Eight Ball pick um, for tonight's. Uh, tournament action so you guys stay tuned for that get a pen and pencil out and we've run down one two three four picks from the magic eight ball for tonight and uh i'll just tell you that i've been been kind of hot lately lou i I mean i've that's what we were talking about i've been playing a lot of over-unders in these college games uh you know and i've always said the higher the total the higher the over-under go over the lower the over-under go under Try to leave the medium over the 135s to 145s alone. But if it's way up there in the 160s, play the over. If it's way down there in the 120s or lower, go under. Yep. That's that's just that's just a rule of thumb that works for me. I hope it works for you guys. And always remember, bet responsibly. Don't 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 get too far out over your skis when it comes to gambling. Because then it it doesn't make it fun anymore. Exactly. You know, not that I, mean? I would know, but I, well, I understand. I mean, but it, it, you know, something something that's supposed to be fun and entertaining, and you know, you, you risk a little to win a little, and you know, it, it, it's just fun. But when it becomes stressful and uh, starts to consume your life, which it has for a lot of people in this world, um, it's time to take a step back and hit that hotline number. Call that hotline number, or just call a friend that doesn't gamble and say, "Hey, man, you know what?" I've really been screwing up lately. I've been playing way too much. Well, you know what? It's okay. It's okay to give it a little air. Take a little break from it. You know what I mean? Just watch sure. a game or do something with the family. Sure. Okay? So, sure. Anyway, uh, that's what we got going on here. As uh, as we get ready to 
saddle up for March Madness. Um, right now in the girls, let's see, the girls' state championship schedules. Well, we don't have that. Now, NBA action. Ja Morant of the Grizzlies, you know, I don't know what Ja's doing down there. Ja's been posting some Instagram stuff with him and a gun and kind of this under a, a, a black light or something. You know, he he was suspended for two games for streaming pictures on his Instagram account of him holding a gun and smiling and with his shirt off on this live Instagram, he's got a blanket over him. And I mean, this kind of, this kind of weird stuff going on. And, you know, this might be a time for John Morant and to take a little time off and, and look at what he's doing because he's been in the league for three or four years. It's not like he's a rookie. I mean, he knows what's going on, and he knows that this type of behavior is just not acceptable, especially in today's world it's, with so much gun violence and everything else going on. The, the last thing the NBA needs is one of their superstars uh, live streaming him holding a gun and playing with a gun. And and it, uh, you also don't understand it because John Rant is a guy who comes from a private school and stuff like that and always has always been a role model and – uh, you know, actually, since then, it's actually been up to four games now, and it's unforeseeable okay. how long they'll keep extending that out. But I'm sure it'll be longer than that too. Uh, but yeah, just and you know, the only reason they would look. extend that out is if they get they get together with John Morant and say, "Hey, you know, this stuff is crazy." And he says, "Oh man, don't worry about it. I've, I've, I've got this. You know, don't tell me what's crazy, not crazy. It's my First Amendment right. I can do what I want to do. Blah blah blah. I'm not hurting anybody. Well, you know what?" You're an NBA, you're an NBA superstar, and you're not kind of following protocol as far as what we expect out of our players, especially our superstars. Also, uh, something something came out that I saw that uh, there's speculation that uh, Morant might have had that same pistol on the team plane in one of his bags, which is a huge big no no. Well, no, let no, me no, tell you what up towards fifty games plus. So last Friday, okay. Following a loss to the Denver Nuggets, in and they were in Glendale, Colorado, he shot this live stream on Instagram. Right. So, so what? What's he doing with a gun on an away on trip. an away game? It's not. Good. Uh, it's not good. They had just they had just left Shotgun. Have you? It's a place called Shotgun Willie's Strip Club. Have you ever been to Shotgun Willie's? I cannot say that I have. I, I have. I haven't either. Never been I to mean, Colorado. I, I'm I'm up for going. You've never been to Colorado. I have not. It's a beautiful state. It really is. Love to see it. Um, and I'm sure there's some beautiful sights at Shotgun Willie's Strip Club. Uh, you know, but uh, they the they the team or some guys um, on the team were at Shotgun Willie's Strip Club. They were doing some streaming from there. Uh, then he went. He went. He went back to the hotel and did some streaming there with the gun. Um, so, you know, John Moran, you know, I'm not – I hope he's not losing it. 
I mean, you know, like I said, a guy that's been in that's like that's like a, that's like a senior in high school doing some or college doing some freshman crazy uh, destructive stuff, uh, immature stuff after after being a senior in high school or a senior in college. You've already been there for four years. Act like it. You've already reached that level of maturity, and now you're reverting back to right. And, and that not. that's why that's why it's kind of puzzling and doesn't make sense. Now the Grizzlies not only are without Ja Morant right now, yeah, um, to say but they're also right. without their center Stephen Adams. The Aquaman. And, He's out at least four more weeks. Uh, uh, I just saw something on ESPN that says he's gearing up to miss the rest of the season. So, yeah, and they're without they're without Brandon Regular Clark. Season. Excuse me, they're without Brandon Clark also and John Morant. So, and and I don't think they're in they're they're in much of a chance right now to not make the playoffs. But you much, three seed, you much you'd much rather keep that higher seed than you are. You know, over the next month, without John ja Moran and without Stephen Adams, you'd rather you'd, you'd rather you'd rather keep that three seed than drop down four or five spots. And on top of all of this, uh, Grizzlies have the Warriors tonight, who are thirty four and thirty two. But the West is which the Grizzlies are in is absolutely loaded. You know, the the Nuggets are the top seed right now. And the now. Suns just picked up KD. I think they're 46 and 19, the Nuggets are, and they're kind of set themselves away from everybody else. But everyone else has a 30-something and 30-something record from the two seed through the eight seed. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a challenge for them to even make the playoffs. Well, there you go. Okay, uh, that's what's kind of going on. NBA wise, I've got some news on on a former NBA player, um, but we're up against a break, so we're going to take this break first, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit about Sean Kemp, a little bit about the Lakers, Anthony Davis. Uh, he's kind of showing out right now, and don't forget, I've got my Magic Eight Ball picks for tonight's college basketball hoops. Uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by Big Lou in the studio. If you guys will give us about two minutes, we'll be right back. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. 
The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. Wear this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. Joined by Big Lou Maddox running the board for us and cranking out the Elton John. There you go. And you know what? Elton John is still standing. That, he absolutely that, that is. That cat right there. Tall. Rock legend, and he is still playing dates and doing his thing. And uh, God bless him for that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, before the break, I there's a little news out there about a former – and we were talking about John Morant and – him hopefully going to grow up and quit playing with guns and do the mature right thing in this day and age with huge security teams and all the protection you could ask for as absolutely and then you still have to and then you still find the need to travel with a pistol Um, doesn't make a lot of sense to me but then again a lot of things don't in this world uh sean kemp who used to play for the seattle supersonics long ago um, and he was quite an imposing figure. The the only way I can know if you haven't ever seen Sean Kemp or a picture of him, he kind of reminds me of a Shannon Sharp on a on a basketball court. He's very kind of, I built. mean, he was built, chiseled kind of look, and just very kind of intimidating, a uh, very physical player and a great player. Well, he was arrested in Tacoma, Washington. Uh, for what they're calling they're calling it a drive-by shooting. You know, when I think about a drive-by shooting, I think about you and I, Lou, sitting in the kitchen having a cheeseburger and fries and somebody rolling by our house and unloading, you know. Unloading a clip, a through, clip the, or through the two walls. Through, yeah. through the wall. I mean, that's kind of a drive, drive-by, right? Well – Mr. Kemp was in a mall parking lot and he had 
I believe he exchanged some gunfire with a person in the mall parking lot. Now, whether it was kind of a road rage thing, it was over a parking lot, over some crazy stuff said, who knows? But the cameras caught Mr. Kemp leaving the scene in his Porsche. Um, now, you know, they then that this was like two o'clock in the afternoon, broad daylight. And this was yesterday? Uh, yes, yes, it was yesterday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so I guess Sean Kemp has some questions to answer with the Tacoma Police Department. And, yeah. uh, you know, Sean Kemp is on up in age now. Yeah. Um, he had a restaurant there in Washington that folded. And now he's the owner of a cannabis dispensary. As one does when their restaurant fails. I, I, I assume he he owns a cannabis. Yes, he owns a cannabis dispensary in. I assume it's in the Tacoma, Washington area, um, and I don't know whether him playing with shooting his gun at someone will cost him his cannabis license or, or dispensary license or not. I don't very know. Po- very possible is what it I mean, I'm like. sure you probably have to. You, these states that issue those licenses, you pretty much have to keep your criminal record squeaky clean in yeah. order to keep up, uh, keep your license renewed every year. Sure. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Kemp will have to answer those charges. Uh, the Lakers, Anthony Davis, um, for the second time this season, had 30 points and over 20 rebounds. Wow. And that the last double double. Now listen, the last time that was done for the Lakers was Shaquille O'Neal in the 03-04 season twenty years ago. Wow. Now he, Anthony Davis has kind of been, LeBron's been a little jacked up. There's been some players jacked up, but Anthony Davis has taken this team on his back. Have you seen any pictures of him, man? He looks. He looks bigger. He looks. I mean, they're poised to make a run, man. He, they've, I mean, they got rid of Westbrook and they got rid of some other guys and and brought in uh, D'Angelo Russell and a couple others. Uh, I think it was uh, Schroeder who they or Schroeder who they brought brought in. Or uh, they've been playing some good ball. Maybe lately. it's just me, but I think the Lakers have just been missing that physicality. That you know, just that. Yeah. I mean, nowadays in the NBA, you got to the, the way the way they the games are officiated. You have to have some. You have to have some pretty raw, some pretty hard dudes on your team uh, and are willing to mix it up physically, even though basketball is supposedly a non-contact sport. Okay, we're getting to the end of the show, and I promised you all some picks for tonight's uh, NCAA. Get your pen and pencil out. Take North Carolina against Virginia, plus a a two-and-a-half. Under in the North Carolina-Virginia game, under on 130. DePaul plus 12 and a half versus Xavier. TCU minus two and a half over Kansas State. TCU, DePaul, UNC, and under in UVA. Y'all have a great night. We'll be back on tomorrow, four o'clock. Go Vols. There you go.